The title of my homily this morning is Lessons from the Magi. As I was praying about what I should preach on this weekend, several ideas, several lessons came to mind, each of which could have been developed into a full homily. But instead of going that route, I decided I would mention each of these lessons very briefly in the hope that one or two or maybe more of them will contain a personal message for you a message that the Holy Spirit knows that you need to hear this morning. So here they are. Lesson number one, courtesy of the Magi. Do not fall for the post-enlightenment lie which says that religion and science are enemies. I've talked about this before in Epiphany homilies. The Magi were men of science and men of religion, and so should we be. God, after all, is the author of every truth, whether it be in the realm of science or in the realm of faith or in some other realm. And so if we perceive a contradiction between a truth of religion and a truth of science, then the problem is with us. The problem is not with God. We've misunderstood something. As I said in a letter that I wrote to a scientist the other day, Religion needs science to explain the mechanics of the universe. But science needs religion to explain the meaning of the universe. Lesson number two from the Magi. Life is a rough journey at times, but with perseverance you can reach your ultimate destination. In all likelihood, these magi were from ancient Persia, which is modern-day Iran. So their journey to Bethlehem was somewhere between 1,000 and 1,200 miles. And it probably took them several months to make it. Can you imagine how much perseverance you need to ride on the back of a camel for that long? Ouch. Lesson number three from the Magi. Always give the best that you have to Jesus Christ. Always. The Magi, we are told, gave three gifts, three precious gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, the best they had to the newborn king in Bethlehem. We are to give the Lord our best by giving him our best effort in every situation of life. First of all, in our vocation as a husband, as a father, as a mother, as a wife, as a priest, as a religious, whatever it happens to be. We're to give the Lord our best by giving our best effort at work, not slacking off. Or school, if we happen to be in school. And we are to give him our best effort by selflessly serving others in our families, in our churches, in our communities. Ask yourself this morning, am I giving Jesus my best effort in all these areas? Lesson number four from the Magi. Never allow evil people to keep you from Jesus Christ. The Magi did not allow Herod, as evil as he was, to keep them from Jesus. But unfortunately, many men and women today do allow people who are evil, or maybe I should say people that they think are evil, to keep them from the Lord. How often, for example, have you heard somebody say, Oh, I don't go to church. 
Because all those people who go to church every week, they're a bunch of hypocrites. Isn't it nice to be talked about in that way? Don't you feel good about that? Well, Jesus said, blessed are you when people insult you for my name's sake. You know what? I don't care if any, everybody else in church is an axe murderer. Which, by the way, I don't think, just in case you wonder about that. But even if everyone were an axe murderer, I'm not going to let those people keep me from my Savior. I'm not going to allow them to deprive me of the forgiveness and the help and the life and the comfort that Jesus Christ and only Jesus Christ can give me. Lesson number five from the Magi. Follow the right light in your life. If the Magi had followed another star, any other star in the heavens, they would not have met Jesus Christ in Bethlehem. They would have ended up somewhere else. I don't know where, but it would have been somewhere else. If we want to meet Jesus in heaven someday, then we need to be guided by the principles of our Catholic faith, not the latest pop culture philosophy. The opening prayer of this Mass said it perfectly. Father, you revealed your Son to the nations by the guidance of a star. Lead us to your glory in heaven by the light of faith, the light of our Catholic faith. Lesson number six, be open to God's direction and to God's redirection in your life. Sometimes, you know, God wants to redirect us in some way. Most of us priests, for example, we're not always planning to be priests. But somehow, in some way, we got redirected through circumstances or through people or in some other way. The Magi were also open to this grace of redirection. We heard that in the Gospel a few moments ago. We were told that God warned them in a dream not to go back to Herod. And so, quote-unquote, they departed for their country by another way. They were redirected. Lesson number seven. Jesus Christ will accept anyone, but they must bend their knee to him. Remember, the Magi were not Jewish. They were Gentiles, like most of us. They were, in fact, the very first non-Jews to worship their Savior. They're examples in that way for us. Matthew, who wrote for a Jewish converts to Christianity, included this story in his gospel to make it clear to his Jewish readers that Jesus came to save the whole world, not just them. Remember this if you think that you've done something for which you cannot be forgiven. Remember, Jesus will accept anyone as long as they bend their knee to him like the Magi, especially through repentance and confession. And finally, lesson number eight. Make sure that you do not try to be a Lone Ranger Christian in your life. Make sure, in other words, that you surround yourself with other believers who will support you on your journey to Jesus in heaven. We all need other people in this life who will encourage us to do the right thing, who will encourage us to be faithful to God. If we don't have that kind of support system in place, it's very easy to get off the right path. 
We all know that. Well, the Magi were in a similar situation. We do not know how many of them there were. We presume there were three because of the gifts. The Bible doesn't say there were three. But we do know one thing. There were at least two. Because the word in Scripture is plural. So think about it. A 1,200-mile journey from Persia, over rough roads, over dangerous highways. If there had been only one, do you think he would have made it? What are the odds that he would have persevered? I think very small. I would have given up after a day and a half. I'm sure there were many discouraging moments on that long, hard trip. Moments when these men needed to encourage one another and motivate one another and maybe even push one another. We need that same kind of support in our lives if we're going to make it to heaven. There really is no such thing as a Lone Ranger Christian. So there you have it, my brothers and sisters, lessons from the Magi. Which lesson or which lessons hit home with you? Hopefully at least one of them did. It's probably different for everybody here, but one thing we do have in common, the need to act on what we've heard. It does us no good whatsoever to hear a word, to hear a message from the sacred scriptures, unless we also make every effort to live it. As Jesus once said, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. May all of us in this church this morning be so blessed as the Magi were 2,000 years ago.